We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience presented by DraftKings. This, the 40th edition of Cust Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States. But it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, <laughs> At least I think it's the 40th edition. I have no idea. People don't call it that anyway. I, I mean, Gary, and you're wearing your festi- festive hat. You've always been here for a very custy Christmas. I have. Uh, it's it's actually become one of my favorite Christmas traditions. Um, I will say trying to come up with new topics to talk about that we haven't covered already. That's that's been a little interesting, but I'm I'm always down. I feel like I've asked every family member like, hey, do you have a question you'd like to get Tim Anderson's opinion on in terms of Christmas? And uh, yeah. I think we can have a fun little show here. We, it's we, always a custy Christmas. Moving forward, we may have to make it Christmas topic off the top and then just regular cast corner. Now, 
Many of your favorite podcasters and YouTube personalities will not be releasing brand new content on Christmas Day. That is the promise that we bring you here at the Pat Mayo Experience. So why don't you smash the like, sub to Mayo Media Network, sub to the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast on Apple or on Spotify. Leave those five-star reviews. And if you feel very good about it, then what you can do is sub to the Cust Corner only feeds on Apple and Spotify and give those a review as well. My gift to you is the show. Your gift to me can be leaving those five-star reviews. It'd be very nice. Obviously, Gary and Thorne is on the line like he always is. And in studio for the first Christmas ever, it is Tim and August. Tim and August. That's not my name. Unlike my local McDonald's, this show is open for business on Christmas Day. Is it not open? <laughs> I probably not. Oh, you see, you wasn't don't even last know. year. It wasn't last year. Remember, I showed up because hours may vary, and I didn't get what I was looking for. So yeah, unlike that, the Pat Mayo experience doesn't let you down like fast food restaurants in my neighborhood do on a day where people need to eat like every other day. You know, Gary, in the highest rated Cuss Corner we ever did was Cuss Corner Thirty because I labeled it Cuss Corner XXX. Not a long retention time for viewers, but a lot of traffic. SEO. Yes. Y- yes, that, that is actually true. Search engine There you go. You did it. You now, you now you get it. Yeah. Still don't understand why people wouldn't want to work on Christmas, but you do understand SEO. Well, they would want to work on Christmas. Double time and a half. We, we've been over this so many times. No, they don't. It's true. So and, many times. And the people who have chimed in have not agreed with you. Whatever. People want to work. Why don't you work on Christmas? No, I don't want to. <laughs> there you go. So, Gary, and have you come up with a topic for this very custy Christmas? I've got a couple, um, but I think the one that I've been sort of mulling over personally that I would like uh, Cust take on. So, last year, I gave my sister like a, you know, sort of like an experience, nothing physical for Christmas, which is I've been trying to do more of that lately, mostly because I'm just bad at giving physical gifts. Um So my sort of like point of contention this year was she really enjoyed it. And, you know, I was talking to my partner and and I was saying, I'm trying to come up with what to get my sister this year. And and she said, why don't you just get her the exact same thing you got her last year? And I don't know, for whatever reason, even though I know she'll like it and I, I know that it'll go over well, I feel a little strange about giving the exact same thing back to back years is that something you would ever consider doing, Tim? As someone who gives Subway gift cards to the same people every single <laughs> year, I can assure you I don't have a problem with it. If people love the experience, what does it matter? Like, I think it's perfect. Are you fine. saying people actually love getting Subway gift cards? No one's ever turned them down. No one's ever said no thank you. So, yes, I assume so. Uh, I assume that people are using them and enjoying them for a delicious couple of sandwiches. But you know what? Personally, I have no objection to sending the same gift over again. If it's going to be used, like my grandmother used to give me certain things every single year that I loved. And so like, I, I think that was great. I was waiting for like that box of figs every Christmas because I always got them. Oh. And so like, obviously this is an experience. It's not, not, a, not a physical item, but like if it's going to be enjoyed, then yes, absolutely. Give it again. I think that, that's a great idea. I support it 100%. I, I'm actually on board with Tim with this. As someone who... It's, it comes down to like the same thing with eating meals throughout the course of the week. Like when I meal prep, I usually just make a lot of one yeah. thing and then I have it for lunch every single day that week. And something I like, that's fantastic news. So Gary, and I, I think that, I mean, it depends on what it is, I, I suppose. What is it? Oh, it's just like a 
gift card to a massage parlor by her sort of like a relaxation kind of thing. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's I guess my only reason for like hesitation is I guess especially when you start doing the like giving experiences thing, you're you're kind of leaning into the the thoughtfulness part of giving a gift like, oh, I know you so well. Here's a thing you'll like. So I'm, in a way, it's like, oh, have I just stopped trying that I'm just going to keep getting the exact same thing over and over and over again? But I, I think at the end of the day, I am leaning more towards uh, your line of thinking where as long as it's something that's going to be used, I guess that's the most important uh, sort of aspect of gift giving at this point. In my sister-in-law once told me that she loved Starbucks and I've been giving her Starbucks gift cards every birthday and every Christmas from there on out because I know it'll be used and enjoyed. No, at no point did I think, oh, I should shake this up. It's like it's been it's it's being loved. I'm sending it. I, listen, I, I can I probably wouldn't give the same like Starbucks gift card over and over. But I guess if you well, like different she design likes it. every time. It's it's also good that you're getting it for your sister, Gary. Because if you got it for Tim, you'd have to throw in like some extra cash for a free tug. Oh, that's terrible. Oh yeah, that I'd have to really happen. research which uh, which place. I, probably the places Tim goes to don't even do gift cards. That's not. It's true. all back page. That's not. That, 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 <laughs> what? <laughs> People don't have newspapers well, you're anymore. The one, you're the one who said you, you still mean? use the yellow pages. You can find that shit in the yellow pages. But it's online. The yellow pages well, Tim, are online. They, these places, as you know, they, they don't want like any sort of like paper trail, you know? So they can't have gift cards. It's all, I assume you pay in cash every time, right? Absolutely not. It's foolish. When you pay oh. for the tug, you pay in cash. That does not happen. I go to respectable places. Yeah, I don't think you know what goes on there. I mean, you do know what goes on. There. I you know like what goes on. Like you don't you know like to pretend like on. I have no self-awareness. I'm aware of my surroundings. Okay, so Gary, and this is what I wanted to get to. Tim put out a poll. And I won. And he won, according to him. According to you. And the question, why is it according to me? You said we get like 2% of the vote. I, you can look through every message I sent, and that was never said once. That's that was the implication. Not, not one person said that. That's just what you made up in your mind. It and was then you the implication the of the nobody thinks that sort of thing. I mean, I, well, this is what we're going to break down here, Gary. And so... The, I, I'm sure you saw the poll, correct? About I voted in the poll, yeah. I, I voted in the poll as well. So it, it the poll was, if people missed it, was were there people in your high school who were drinking or on drugs, weed included, at either the school dances or at parties? And it was like a nine, I think it was 90 to 10. 89 to 11. 89 to 11. And Paul put this in some good perspective here, Gary, in that it sounds like 11% of the people who voted just weren't invited to things. <laughs> Yeah, um, that's that's probably a, a pretty good reason. Uh, you know, maybe they were scared. They heard that it was a drinking party, um, and and that that scared them away. There was you know, an article minor... in the news just this week about this new thing. Well, not new thing. Well, but new th thing. Yeah, this thing yeah, called yeah, sober. Yeah, yeah, continue with that line of thought there, Tim. This thing called sober parties to just to distinguish them. Yes, exactly. Because you have to distinguish them because parties without any prefix to them are not the parties I went to. Well, I mean, it's a tough scene for you. 11% of people voted in that poll on my side. Now, is that gap bigger than I expected? Yes. Is that gap shorter than you expected? By a lot. It is. I mean, I thought my followers were hipper than that, is all I'm going to say. I didn't feel so like... Wait, was I it... Didn't, I didn't feel like... But it was your poll, so maybe it's your followers. Not mine so much, Gary. Maybe that's why. So I was be it that at like no one was drinking at the parties you were at? I never or saw Or you it. weren't drinking while people were drinking? I never saw it. I never smelled it. I never saw any evidence of it. I didn't see people, you know, shotgunning two tall boys and walking into the school dance. 
I didn't see people smoking blunts and then going into the school dance. I didn't see these things. <laughs> he, he, I, I, he's actually cleaned that up after he was made fun of, as he said that he never saw anyone tying one off and shooting heroin in the bathroom at a school dance, Gary. I remember he also said that he never saw someone take a Jaeger, Jaegermeister bomb in the parking lot. I've never seen anyone take <laughs> no, a Jaegermeister bomb. As we all like to do mixed drinks in the parking lot. No, but I've never seen someone do one of those. I in, never have I. So I guess school. we're on the same page here. You know, in real life now, I see it all the time. But in high school, I never saw it. You never saw people doing well, I guess. When, when did Jaeger bombs really become a thing? I feel like it was that with that Jaeger bombs video. Like Jersey Shore. Like around that time, Gary? Like when did Red Bull? Yeah, but who does them outside? No one. No one does them outside. Well, I didn't see them inside either. I didn't see it anywhere. Well, listen, it looks like you weren't invited into Stoyalov's van in the parking lot to go slam beers before we went in. Most definitely I was not. And I didn't see crushed cans or... Yeah, you realize that minors aren't doing this in the visibility of people, especially Tim Narkercast. I'm not a narc. I would never narc on somebody. Yeah, Tim, Gary, would Tim be a narc? never, never. Oh, he'd be a narc. No, I, I mean wouldn't. maybe not. May, you know what? Maybe not like setting out to be a narc, but I could see a scenario where Tim went to one of these so-called drinking parties, and maybe like his grandmother found out or his mom found out, and then in an effort to sort of like save himself and reduce his own sentence, no. he then narked on everyone else who was there. I am not a hall monitor. I don't do those sorts of things. I don't know. I feel like that's why people were telling you what was up. No, because it really wasn't happening the way you you seem to think it was happening in a prolific way. Well, I disagree. I mean, the poll was eighty nine percent to eleven percent. You realize? Yeah. So that, that right? number is a lot higher than I expected. <laughs> I agree, but it was also a lot closer than uh, than you thought it was going to be, and that's a victory in my books. Yeah, it's not a victory. So wait, though. does this include like graduation too, or like prom? Like, are, are yeah. you taking it well, that prom, far? Prom, you couldn't have any booze. There was that's why you had safe grad. There was no booze at prom. We, we had a. Well, I mean, there, there was. Me? There you was, couldn't. There, there, was, there was booze at safe grad, pal. No, there wasn't. Yeah, there was. No, that's the whole point of safe grad. Wait, I, that there's no you know, alcohol. You know what, Tim? Maybe these seniors in high school weren't necessarily following the guidelines set forth by the school. Well, I can, I can, you know, <laughs> swear I never saw. We used to drink on the fucking bus back from football games. <laughs> that that. That, I never saw that. And the coach, who was a cop, turned the other eye. <laughs> you didn't give a shit. He was fired up. That's the other game. thing that's crazy to me. Like, Tim, you, you grew up in, in Halifax, right? Yes. In the area, yeah. Like, and this could just be, like, <laughs> no, you're my dumb brain. But look, like, I, like, growing up in Scarborough, you're sort of in a weird area where there's not a lot of like public spaces. Like we don't have field parties or anything like that. Right. Cause there's just aren't fields. Um, we didn't have a lot of like, Hey, so-and-so's parents are going away for the weekend or so-and-so's parents are heading up to the cottage for the weekend, you know, because most people in Scarborough are like middle income to lower middle income. Like everyone had the one house and the parents didn't leave all that much. So, you know, we also went to a high school that I think when I was in seventh or eighth grade, someone bought a golf club to a high school dance and tried to beat the crap out of somebody else. So they just canceled dances indefinitely. So we didn't even have a school dance in high school till prom. And yet, under all of these circumstances, we still had parties where we drank. Maybe that's an Upper Canada I thing. I don't know. But everyone you've met here has told you the exact same thing. I, I just... Are you saying that you were the only one who lived a true experience I'm and just, we're just making it up? All I can say is that I never saw it. I never had reason to believe it was happening. I didn't see any evidence. I didn't even hear about it happening. 
Well, I want to talk to the Tim just doesn't know what a flask is. I know what a flask is. I knew what a flask was then. I'm not oblivious. If it was happening, I'd have seen it. I'm certain of it. I well, that's how they train it. hall, mo hall monitors. You've got to be observant, right? You're not giving me a mean bug. I'm just very dubious of what you're saying. I never saw it. But if it, just because you didn't see it doesn't mean it wasn't happening. I never saw any evidence of it. Like, if I saw people crushing a six-pack in the parking lot before... Why do, you, but why do you think that's where the people were drinking? Or in the, why would people be drinking in the parking lot? Because it's right by the school and it's outdoors. Where you could get caught. Okay, well, if they were drinking at home, I never saw it either. Because I wasn't there. How would you have seen it if they were drinking at home? Well, exactly. I wouldn't have. So I didn't see it. And I never smelled it. I never said any reason to su suspect it. And people don't grind like that sober. Were you were you going full Pat Mayo at, at a party in 2014 and giving people a sniff? <laughs> no, I was got to have a sniff. I was not doing that. That's very beer <laughs> sniff, by the way. I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> I have even done a beer sniff on the show before. I believe it is a gift that people can find. But I want to know in the comment section, you, the viewers out there, the listeners out there. Um, you know, did, did you, I'm not saying that you had to do it. That's the thing. I think that's where people got confused about what was going on as a part of the poll. Because some people don't drink, obviously. To this day, adults don't drink. Probably because they have problems. And they cannot drink. In some cases, or they just don't care for it. Or they just don't care for it. How would you know if you never did it? There's a lot of things. I've never done all kinds of things, but I'm not interested. Sounds in like you're missing out, pal. There's no. Hey, Tim, do you think you would have, uh, do you think you would have drank more in high school if IPAs had been more prevalent at the time? You that's could tell funny. everyone that each sip is a story. All right, that's very funny. That's very funny. <laughs> but no, like, even if you weren't drinking, and this is for the people out there, obviously, like, Gary, did you go to a single class in high school where someone someone in your class wasn't stoned out of their minds? Never happened. Like, did, was there a sing, was a stone person in every class? Yeah. No. Really? No. Not in every but class? But I remember there was, there was like a couple people that everyone just knew one of the, one of these guys walked around with a briefcase full of marijuana it was fantastic <laughs> and this tim went to happen. the school in our region that actually had cops at it yeah so that was why, to prevent that sort of stuff from happening what do you think was going on that it necessitated having cops there were all kinds of problems yeah there were violence problem what do you think violence problems are usually over i don't know drugs <laughs> i'm just saying i never smelled any bun like come into the classroom high and that's a very noticeable odor can you smell it off paul right now i actually didn't actually smoke today yet oh there you um go. <laughs> but in high school yeah like grade 10 all the way through grade 12 at lunch every single day i don't know how people afford i didn't even have a job when i was in high school i don't know how people and a lot of people i knew didn't have a job when they were in high school so now you could but people afforded it get your hands on somebody I, I guess, like, but... You, I don't know, you didn't need that much money. I don't know. It just, it didn't happen. You I could, didn't you see You found 10 bucks? It's pretty cheap. And, like, you weren't smoking that many. Like, like I don't know. that much. I don't know. All right. Well, do you have a Christmas topic? Yeah, I have a couple of topics. One thing that's been annoying me this year in particular is I've noticed just at the stores and but people aren't sending Christmas cards anymore and writing Christmas letters. And, like, I love getting Christmas cards. I don't have to have anything in it. I love getting Christmas cards. I love sending Christmas cards. Growing up, my grandmother used to have this wonderful display of all the cards that she got from everybody she knew and used to work with. And she still has a large collection of Christmas cards. And I was always very envious of this really cool collection of cards. And I always imagined myself one day having this smorgasbord of Christmas cards. 
And people, by and large, just don't send cards. I don't know if they're all sending the e-cards or whatever, but like I don't, I used to love the real cards. I used to love the Christmas letters, like all that stuff. Like friends of hers would write her long letters every Christmas. And like, I thought that was so utterly charming. And I envisioned that for me when I got older and just, it's not a thing. And like, that was such a, that has long been a staple of Christmas, at least in in the West was that everybody sent back and forth Christmas greeting cards. And it just seems, I don't see many of them at the store. I don't see many in real life. It just seems like it's a, a dying art. And I think that's deeply sad. So Gary, and I have received three Christmas cards so far this year. One is from Tim, which he delivered in person. And the other two are from <laughs> my grandmother's. Yeah, that seems about right. Um, I think I'm at four between Carly and I. And I would say three of them were like, we had a little tiny Christmas party and, you know, people just wanted to bring something as we were hosting. So they brought a card, which is fine. That's, that's really nice. I would say most of the time when I receive Christmas cards, they are in person. Um, and then we received one from our realtor, you know, cause, <laughs> cause yeah, she wants us to try to buy a house with sure. her. So those, uh, those, were the, those were our four. It's common courtesy to send people Christmas cards. No, it was common courtesy to send people Christmas cards. It's no different than high school reunions now. High school reunions don't really happen anymore. Correct. Yeah. Why? Because people are in touch with everyone that they want to be in touch with in very easy ways. You say that people would sit down and write these long Christmas cards. Hey, I'm thinking of you. I talk to you every day. I text with you every day. Well, I, you don't, don't, you I don't didn't write a long message me. to you. I just wrote Merry Christmas I, and I, Happy I, New I Year. I understand that, but you could have just told me in person, Merry Christmas. Yeah, like, but there's the something... whole point of the Christmas card is that you had no contact with these people basically throughout the course of the entire year. So you would write these cards like, hey, I'm thinking of you. I haven't talked to you in ages. 50 years ago. That's not true. Years brothers ago. and sisters would send, like, it's that tangible little thing that you receive. Brothers and sisters are doing this? My grandmother used to get a card from her sister every Christmas. Where did her sister live? How far away? In New Brunswick. So, but okay. they saw each other a couple of times a year and spoke on the phone constantly. See, that seems excessive. No, it's just a genuinely kind thing but to then do. But why don't it, why doesn't anyone do it anymore? And if I got the, if, if she got the card after Christmas, it was a problem. <laughs> It was, it was like birthdays and Christmas. I was raised this way. Don't you ever send a card late. If it's even if it's if it shows up on the day of, that's even kind of a little much. Don't send cards late. And it's just a matter of like don't if it's last minute, it was out of mind. It's something you have to do with the last second. Card should be if somebody's birthday is on January thirteenth, that card better be in the mail January second. Again, yeah, this is like like Pat was saying, I mean, birthdays to my gen generation it was for the longest time a post on facebook and now that that's kind of died out it's a text like that's and the text is lovely but I, I know and that's what i'm complaining about you're yeah, not going back well, that makes me want to complain about it more why because they're cool it just makes you, it's not cool there's it something seems to super be, time there's some, it's expensive it seems time consuming there's something to be said about the tangible thing in your hand that a person took the time to physically write out and then throw a in message. the garbage i keep mine i don't most people don't most people aren't psychotic. no my grandmother taught me she had this okay, big you, where do you, you keep them all? maybe do you have you like a giant drawer and a chest i have a chest that oh i say things in. i have a chest what else is in your chest? Oh, I keep birthday cards. I keep journals. Why do you keep birthday cards? I keep How often mementos. do you look at these things? Never. Although, <laughs> so why, are you so why do you them? have them? You On occasion, them? I look at it to see what I got for somebody, either from somebody last year or gave to them last year. Because I'm like, no, right? I gave some. But can I, this, s- serious question. 
does it mean more to you to receive a card or is this more of just like a transactional thing for you where it's like i sent you a card no 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 now this person has to send me a card no no I don't, or the obligation like you were saying with no, your with your grandmother's sort of like her her giant mantle with all the cards and stuff is this just a numbers game to you like do you just want to be like oh this year i got 22 no, christmas no, it's cards it's not craven like that it's just i think there's something really sweet about once a year twice a year getting a physical card that somebody physically wrote on and sent to you or gave to you. I think that's that's touching. It's nice. It's a very nice, courteous, friendly gesture. And I think they're great. And I miss that. And I, I accept they're probably that it's not going to make a comeback. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to do it. Should we well, start a character? It sounds very emotional to you. It's very important to me. I was just going to say, like, the only scenario I could see myself using a Christmas card or sending a Christmas card, and I did this a couple days ago, is when you're giving out those gift cards you love so much, Tim. Yes. To me, you have to put a, a gift card in a Christmas card. Oh, you're you can't a just monster hand someone just a hand Subway gift, gift card. card. Oh, yeah, you're a monster if you just hand them a gift oh, card. Oh, really? I just walk around with $100 bills and be like, here you go, here you go, and you know what? Well, that's, that's nice, no, too. No one ever complains. If you're, if you're tipping someone at the golf club... Uh, you know, Christmas time. Yeah, like, do like it to my fine. aunt who comes over. Here's a hundred bucks no. just for you. No, I, I like the card. And Gary's right. You, know, you don't give someone a gift card just in that little cardboard thing. You you put it in. You buy a box of cards so you have them on hand so you can write them up. It's a good habit. It's a good practice. Also good, good for to get into. Good for uh, lottery scratchies too. I don't know if you guys are a big Christmas lottery yeah, scratchies like household. Yeah, um, you don't think Tim is? Yeah, my grandma gets. I, I knew Tim was. I my, felt like you probably weren't. My, I will say that's the one time a year I go crazy for the lottery scratchies. They're fun. My wife will spend all Christmas morning now, and now that we have the kids and like they're, they're going mental the entire time, my wife will just sit there and take every scratch card that I've gotten from like my grandma's. I just give them to her. She gets a nickel and goes nuts. They're fun. Oh, you gotta use a dime. Yeah, I was gonna say I use a Tell dime. Tell her she's gotta use a dime. That's, gotta, that's the price. That's the Nichols premier scratching thick. thing. Yeah, you know, you know what? Yeah. It, she she may use a dime. I'm not really. Okay. I'm, I'm just watching her scratch. Yeah. I I have no interest. See, in you this. can tell how you guys are real players. I <laughs> how see. serious Gary and I are <laughs> that we immediately realized that she was using the wrong type of coin to scratch with. Yes, I I immediately didn't like what was happening to myself, and I might now reconsider my stance on Christmas scratchies. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. 
Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Save big money on your outdoor project now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today. And view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Dimes. Dimes. Who even has dimes? It's in your cup can I, uh, can I ask Tim something that was actually, it's a Christmas topic that sort of relates to his poll. Okay. Because this is something, and I, I, I'd really like Pat's opinion on this too, because as someone who like the dynamics of your household have changed and probably the dynamics of your Christmas day and your Christmas parties have changed, um, how boozed can you get on Christmas around your family? I have never really drank around my family, but I will drink around my wife's family. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Well, we I'm in a similar spot. I'm, I'm generally at my in-laws place. On Christmas. I wasn't old enough to drink by the time my grandfather quit drinking. Right. And once he quit drinking, we were just like, yeah, well, maybe we don't have any booze in the house here. This probably isn't a good sign. Yeah. I mean, I, before he just drank all the booze for everyone. <laughs> I mean, growing up, both my grandmothers were teetotalers, so there wasn't a lot of drinking to begin with. Uh, but, yeah, Christmas Day, there was never a whole lot. There was a bottle of wine at, at dinner, maybe, and that was it. Like, it I don't know. It's like it's Christmas Day. Oftentimes people have to go places and do things and they have responsibilities and so drinking. Do you, do you find that there's a lot of movement? Because I did. For some families, there's a lot of movement. For some families, there's no movement. There, there was. I mean, Gary, you're probably in the same boat as me. Like growing up, I did my mom's, my grandma's, my dad's, and my dad's mom's. Like the loop on okay. Christmas. So anyone who's from like divorced families, you got a bit of movement. But now it's great. Now that I have kids... Everyone just comes to me. Don't sure. need to go anywhere. I could drink all day if I wanted. Yeah. We, do, we do do mimosas. Sure. Uh, ever since I've been married. Uh, that's the same thing, Gary. Nothing it's wrong great. with drinking. Well, wait, while, while, while the kids are opening presents, you guys are having mimosas? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm stealing that. It's that great. sounds great. First, you got to get kids. Yeah, that's true. First, I got to get that house. <laughs> well, you do, yeah. You, 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 My realtor sent me Christmas cards. Well, I, I wouldn't even worry about the kids. Just worry about the mimosas to start off with. That's a New yeah, Year's Day thing for me. I mean, when's a bad time for a mimosa? I'm just saying, I t- we would have I mimosas have on right New now. Year's Day sometimes. Should have had them at the party the other night. They're a nice breakfast food. They are a nice, a bre- nice breakfast. Yeah, drink. they are a nice breakfast drink. They're like like Guinness, a breakfast beer. I don't like beer in the morning unless I'm on a golf trip. Yes, I'm the same way actually. But it, a breakfast Guinness is a breakfast. That's beer? what it's called. It's like eating a that, loaf of bread. I know for that's why they call it a breakfast beer. 
It's a bit yeah. too, it's a bit too hefty. It for, is very hefty. I would want a light beer. But like oatmeal, it would stick to your ribs. Yeah, but I don't yuck. fucking like oatmeal. I'm not 9,000 years old. I love And, and I don't oatmeal. have like blood pressure. Oh, problems. I love homemade oatmeal. You can do it right with like cut up fruit and nuts and a little bit of honey and a little bit of brown sugar. It's like really good for you and like it's so delicious. If it's done right, like steel cut oats that you boil and then once it gets to the boil, you add in like your cut up apple uh, you don't want to put banana in right away because it gets too mushy. Banana can be put on at top at the end. Like cut up apple or pear. Uh, you add cinnamon to that, raisins. You add then nuts, walnuts, pecans, whatever your, your, your preference is. And then you top it off with a little bit of honey, a little bit of brown sugar, and some bananas. That is a nutritious, fill-you-up breakfast for the day. And it's fun. It's fun, is it? Uh, you know, do all the preparation. It's fun because dinner. I have high cholesterol, so I have to eat this now. No, it's it's a delicious, fun uh, breakfast. I don't see what's fun about it. It's uh, to prepare first thing in the morning. You get your you get you moving. Uh, get for me, moving. I, I need to get moving. Because yeah, you do. Yeah. Did you hear about his step count, Garyan? Garyan is oh, a chronicler yeah. of the show. Of course he has. Uh, Tim was bragging yeah. for us through text that he got to 2,000 steps yesterday. Bragging. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I'll, look, I'll say this, not in defense of Tim, um, but, you know, I, I, I've i got my little ske- step counter and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And there are certainly 2084 days... today. That doesn't say anything. Oh. Congratulations. <laughs> Summary, 2084. Okay, so 2084. So that's got to be like 6,000 calories, right, Tim? No, but... You're, you're only 1,500 away from the average person's steps per day. I just don't understand who's walking that much. I mean, I... I the more I think about it, the more I think this is a scam. How do you think Who's it's walking 10,000 steps a day? I mean, I get... Well, a... well Tim, this is, this is what I was going to say. I... This, is, this is the big thing, is working from home really does mess with your step count. I would Which agree. is why sure. you should have... This is why you should like the rings, because this is why I liked the little, like, you know, my Fitbit would buzz and go, like, hey, you've only moved, like, 25 steps Yeah, I don't want to be cyber-bullied by my device, Garyan. I don't it's appreciate that. It's a suggestion. That. It's, I felt it's so the oatmeal of suggestions. It's healthy for you. I felt so crazy on Friday. I yelled at my uh, <laughs> my notification. It's like, I'm busy. I literally said, <laughs> it popped up and it said, you know, you're behind or whatever. I'm like, I'm busy. I haven't got time for steps. Do you think it's how? Do you think it's going to talk back no, to you? I know that it won't talk back to me. I know that it sounds crazy, but I just... I was too busy. I had stuff to do. I mean, I'm a pretty busy guy. I average 7,000 a day. Okay. <laughs> like Great. Okay, but like I'm not – that doesn't count like treadmill time or anything like that. No. And you're, just, at, you're at two, you're at 5,000 fewer steps than me. You just got to start moving some more. See, again, now you're not being bullied here. Being I'm bullied not by bullying you. I'm worried about your well-being. But I am moving. I don't, think, I don't think it counts all my steps anyway. Well, maybe I should get you an don't Apple Don't you pace watch. during jet I, You know what? If anyway? I had a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, I would wear it. Would you complain then that you weren't walking enough and that it was rigged? No, I wouldn't complain it's rigged. But at least then I know it's better capturing my movement. It would help you sleep better too. Would it? Yeah, it would track your... It, does, it tracks your sleep, yeah. Really? But it also, like I said, it, it basically sets a goal, a minimum for you, at least mine did, of like, hey, at least try to take 250 steps an hour. And it'll tell you on the 50s, like the traffic, you okay. haven't taken 250 steps yet. So you'll you'll get mad at it much more often. Get you moving. Get you some of those angry steps. Now, I will concede that having kids hugely increases the amount of steps. Sure I take. it does. Chasing them around all fucking morning. I'm sure it Most does. Most of my steps come between like 5.30 a.m. and 9 a.m. I, I believe work. it. I believe it. So get some kids and then you'll be good to go. Get your step count up. Cost you some money. 
as it turns out. A bit more expensive than no kids, but your steps, but the steps through the roof. And that's something you can't buy is steps. Or you could just go walk for like 20 minutes. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Couple, it, it, it sounds like you're mall walking yes, your way down. Yesterday, it is this time of year because like it's all weekend warriors. So you don't want to go to the mall to walk. But like yesterday, because I was not feeling well in the you morning. You were hungover. I was hungover uh, too. You I know. went for a walk on the treadmill. But, you know, you put your phone in that little slot. Sure. It doesn't count any of your steps. I, I know. So I felt cheated. Like here it's bullying me about not moving enough. It doesn't know all my steps. You should get a Fitbit. Uh, buy that. What are you doing with your money? Well, you don't seem very committed to this, then. I don't want to buy it. What do you do? You have all this money. What are you, Scrooge McDuck? You're uh, building a big... And your chest is just full of gold coins? No, it's not. It's just, I don't know. I, maybe, I don't know. I just don't, don't want to. seems like something you would like to use. Maybe. I Oftentimes, when I finally do break down to spend money on something, I, I tend to actually enjoy it quite a bit. But I just I have trouble parting with money sometimes. Well, if you got an Apple Watch, I will you can say send all though, your Tim, texts, you could listen to your music. Does it yeah, and YouTube? also when you hit your you when you hit money. your ten thousand step goal, it gives you a little like fireworks celebration. You get a lot of credit. Yes, you get a lot of credit. I would want that credit. I, I the, the only reason I'm doing the steps is for the credit. It's the only reason. Not That's for the your, not, not reason. for your physical health. I want the credit. <laughs> steps Paul, are yeah. Paul chiming in here. Yes. How many steps does Tim have today? 2,084. Okay. It's better than the 141 that other week. Well, look, I hadn't left my apartment all day. <laughs> I worked from home. I hadn't done much, granted. I hadn't left my computer chair much all day. I mean, that is something because, I mean, I worked from home for a bit. Obviously, we come in here now that the studio is completed. But, Gary, and you, you work at home, just the same as Tim. Are there tricks? Yep. Are there tricks that you have to make sure that you get a bit of movement in? Like stand up once every forty-five minutes, and like take five minutes just to kind of pace around. Oh sure, I think get up every now and again and move around. I would say though less less about maximizing my movement in the eight hours I'm working or ten hours I'm working, and more just make sure when your shift's over, like head to the gym or go take a walk around the neighborhood or like do something. And and again, a lot of that was the guilt of seeing a number like how have I only taken. 302 steps it's 7 p.m and you're like i better go do something well i was guilted into it my i don't yell at my wrist stop telling me how to live well i was guilted into it i went on the treadmill after the last show because 141 was apparently a risible amount of steps it is and then you got bullied into it so it worked yeah but like i to do the right thing for the wrong reason is the greatest treason like that's not a so, so what you're saying is that you shouldn't have went and got some steps in? I would wish that the steps would just happen on their own. So you wish you didn't also, have to do anything Aren't there things you actually have steps? to accomplish? Like, aren't there re- like you're, you're making it seem like the only reason to walk anywhere is to accumulate steps, as opposed to, like, you have errands to run, or you have to, like, go, even if, like, going to the grocery store or something. Like, how do you not just get steps in that way? That's You're, you're killing two birds with one stone. I often do it all sort of in one go. Like, there are days I don't leave my apartment at all. At all? I don't need to. Just even for the fun of leaving? Eh, I don't, there's no fun in leaving. Like, I don't It's any... your favorite season. It's so dark outside. Don't it's, you want to go enjoy it? I love looking out the window at the darkness at 445. It makes me so happy. No, again, it just justifies your life choices. It's just you being like, oh, I don't have to get in steps now because society wouldn't want me to go outside. They wouldn't expect it. Well, that's I guess that's true, but... Paul, I'm sending you something right now, and I want to see how quickly you can bring this up on the screen. It's a Christmas gift that if you didn't want to give an experience like Garyon wanted to give, 
or uh, a gift card to Starbucks or Subway, as Tim wanted to give, or just give people $100 bills, as I enjoy to do, and that way I don't even have to buy a card, that uh, there's a new release from Burger King. They're selling a hoodie that has insulated pockets that you can store your Whoppers in them. See? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you why I wouldn't like that. It's because I have a thing where I hate stuff in my pockets. I can't stand anything in my pockets. It makes me feel weird. I'm uncomfortable with it. I don't like, I want my pockets clean as possible. I don't like even putting change in them. I don't like carrying my keys in them. Uh, I hate it. I hate change. Or sorry, I hate pockets. You hate pockets? Is that why you always have your phone in your hand? Yes, because I hate carrying my phone in my pocket. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. Really? I even got one of these phone cases that carry your cards and everything so that I wouldn't have to carry a wallet anymore because I hate having stuff in my pockets. I find it to be very discordant, like you're out of balance because you're never going to get exactly the same amount in pocket A as pocket B and you're like slightly off balance and like that makes you feel uncomfortable. So I would rather just stop looking at me like that. I would rather just have nothing in my pockets. And like sometimes I'll like put stuff in my hat. <laughs> like if I'm going somewhere, let, let's say I go to a restaurant, right? I take everything out possible and I put it in my one of my hats and it holds everything there. <laughs> what? I do. <laughs> now, is this so a, what about jacket? You're pockets? fine with things sloshing around on your head. No, 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 no. I'm not wearing I'm not pocket. wearing it. I'm not wearing the hat. Like if I go somewhere and I take my hat off, everything goes in the hat. And you're and leave it on the table or whatever, or under the chair or whatever. Because I can't stand, even when we play golf, I don't even like having tees or ball markers in my pocket. It makes me feel, like I watch those tennis players play at the top level of tennis with those tennis balls in their pocket, and I can't fathom how they do it. I can't fathom it. It drives me crazy. You feel like it's- I mean, that that I agree with you on, but your phone isn't the width of two tennis balls no but just like it's it's heavy and i got it in this pocket and it's like i'm, I'm unbalanced and you it, feel like it's making you like fall over if no you it just your pocket I, I, is that why you walk with a swagger sometimes no it just makes me feel uncomfortable i like to be even and balanced i don't like the discordance of having stuff in my pockets like a golf tee would really throw you off i don't like it like you feel it because like, i'm so used to having nothing in my pockets i really notice it in my pockets. That's why I always try to use the little holes in my cart to put the tees in. I don't like carrying an extra ball because that feels weird. Like there are some people who play golf with their wallet in their pocket or they play golf with balls in their pocket and it just, it drives me bananas. It makes me very, very uncomfortable. But I have a, like, I, I appreciate that I have a little bit of an obsession with things being organized and neat. It's like on right angles and stuff. Like I like that kind of stuff. So not having stuff in my pocket, I guess, fits that motif. Wait, organized with right angles? Like when I'm asleep, my blankets have to be perfectly square on the bed for me to be comfortable. What about that time you were sleeping with a tennis ball on your back or whatever? Well, no, that was to prevent me from sleeping on my back. That forces you to wait, sleep wait, on your wait, side. Wait, 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 wait. We got to get back into this though. So what? the blanket at the bottom of the bed No, no, has the, to no be- the covers have to be as square as possible when I get in them. Like, I don't like it being, like, too far to the left or too far to the right. I want them all to be square on the bed. like. So you don't, straight. like, kind of, like, crump them up a little bit? No! And, and oh, no, never. I don't like that. I'm most comfortable when everything is 
absolutely straight and neat. I don't like them. You sleep like a vampire or something? No, I just don't like things askew. This is so strange. Like if I'm walking through my kitchen and I see my, my towel on the on the stove is slightly imbalanced, I'll stop, pull it so that both ends are the same. Do light. you sleep directly in the center yes, of your bed? exactly in the center of the bed. As close as I can. Anyway. Does it create like a dip? No. Really? You have, how long have you had your mattress for? Not that long. Like eight months, nine months. Like your old mattress that before. I don't think so. Really? Because I, I feel like I have an indent. I don't think Until I like rotate the mattress. No, I, yeah, like to be totally. as, I like to be as centered as I can be. Yeah, well, that means you're that probably may- always in the indent. Maybe. One day you're just going to wake up and be a mattress taco, pal. A <laughs> mattress taco. I couldn't imagine this. So, like, when you wake up, the sheets are, like, kind of, like... Yeah, I don't toss and turn when I sleep as a rule. So, like, I to make my bed usually is a matter of me flipping the covers off me and then flipping the covers right back on top of me. Wow. The only time, like, if, I'm dr- if I've been drinking and go to bed, that's when I tend to have, like, bad sleep, a bad dream or whatever, and then everything is a mess. When you're yeah. imbalanced... Yes. Uh, anyway, I like things. Because you fell asleep with something in your pocket. I don't. I couldn't imagine falling asleep with something in my pocket. Something I've thrown in my pocket dozens of times. Well, you and I are different people. I would find that very uncomfortable. But if you're used to always having something in your pocket, then it becomes like a second nature to you. But How do your sheets look when you wake up, Gary? Because mine are everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Because I'm, like, hot in the night, yeah. so I fling them off. Then I get cold. I'm like, eh. So there's, like, a little bit of, like, a sheet on me. There's a blanket on the floor. It's just everywhere. I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, even, like, with the, with, with the way, I like, our schedules work now, uh, Harley's generally got to get up, like, two hours before I do. So there's, like, even a way they are when we're both in bed. And then as soon as she leaves, I'm a big, like, all right, now they're mine. And I'm just going to, like, wrap myself up <laughs> like a burrito almost. That sounds great, especially in the morning. Yeah, always colder in the morning because I've kicked all my sheets off. So I oh, wake up. Oh, I'm also on Cam's side about rooms being as cold as possible. He sets his temperature in At the like middle of winter, degree. 59 degrees. Yeah, 59? I don't. I don't. I don't hate that. That's too cold. I don't hate that. I can see. I don't mind having when I go a to window. A, when I go to a hotel by myself, the first thing I do is I put the AC up as high as I get it. So it's like frosty almost when I get into the room. So then I hate, can adjust it down. So you hate it in here and inside the house? Uh, I don't hate it. I have a very high tolerance for temperatures. But if it were like an ideal world for me, like having the house set at like 17 degrees Celsius would be perfect. I, I have for our American viewers, I have it set to 24 Celsius, 75 Fahrenheit. That to me is just, no, it's funny. My grandmother's got to have it at like 81 degrees. It's unbearable. Sometimes people get cold. Fair enough. I guess that answers my next question, though. If you have your if you have your set at 17 degrees Celsius, because from, from everything you just said, I assumed you were about to be a person who needed their like thermostat to be set at an even number. At yeah, 17.0 like that, or 18.0, whatever it is. Point zero. Yes, not point five. No, I, I just go the full degree. I also Tim, when you're when you're adjusting when, the volume on your television. Does it have? Can you just put it at any random number, or does it have to be like an even number? Or no, like a that doesn't. Bo- five that, or that doesn't bother me. But I will say, when I have to change the clocks, like if the power goes out, or if you're choosing the clocks up and uh, back and forth, the stove clock and the microwave clock are right on top of each other, and I can't stand them not being in sync. So I make sure that I have them exactly in sync. Are you sure that they're exactly in sync? Yes, I'm pushing the buttons simultaneously. Yeah, but if you set your clock, does it does it always reset at zero? Because you could set it to like one thirty six and one thirty six and hit go. But you but have to push go for both of them to start. But the yeah, but you're on generally on a stove. 
it's not like you program in the time. You generally scroll to a time. Yeah, but then Whereas I have on to a push. microwave, you program so in the I time. Have... So if you hit them both at the same time, the clock's internal clock might be at 136 and 17 seconds, no, these both where the microwave would not be. These both require me to push the OK button or the clock no, button. No, I, I understand that. But I, 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 what I'm saying is that on an oven, it might not necessarily reset at zero zero seconds. Well, I haven't noticed them being out of now sync. Now you will. Now I'm more, now I'm thinking <laughs> about it, but because that drives me nuts too. I don't like my clocks being off. Like one's what's the time? Wait, but is this more of like a you're randomly walking into the kitchen and you'll see it out of the corner of your eye, or are you like staring at these things? No, it was something. If I like saw 55 them, fifty five seconds waiting for it to turn to see if it's turning at the exact same time. I mean, if I noticed they were out of balance, then I definitely would do something about it. I'm not staring at it. I just like things orderly. I don't think that's weird to like things orderly. I don't think it's weird. Okay. I, I never said it was weird. Well, you're snickering over here, so it makes me think. Well, the fact that you like you sleep like a vampire is kind of weird. No, I just don't move when I sleep as a rule. So you sleep like a corpse. I, I'm a very solitary, or not solitary, very... Stationary Yeah, sleeper. stationary. That's the right word for it. I'm a very stationary sleeper. Okay. Do you have another topic? Um, I was going to ask... Because uh, like Gary, and I had to work at finding some topics for this because we've gone. It's top. We've been, this is our fourth one, I think. Fourth or fifth. The one thing I think I've noticed I the last five. couple of years is that there are no new Christmas songs at all anywhere. Even like six, seven, eight, nine years ago, musicians that you've heard of are putting out Christmas songs that are like that are catching on. Like Michael Bubbly? But yeah. I feel like he's the only <laughs> sure. one who does Christmas songs. But like as somebody who listens to the radio in his car quite a bit. How I much listen- new music do you actually listen to? I listen to the modern music stations. Who are the best modern musicians, would you say? I like The Weeknd. Okay. <laughs> I like The Weeknd. From, 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 yeah, for, shout out for Garyan's neighbor, The Weeknd. I, I like Adele. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Like, I listen to modern musicians. Um, but anyway, I just found like there's been no like super big Christmas hit songs at all over the last couple of years that I've heard. And I'm, I'm listening to the radio and they're playing these hit songs. And I'm not noticing them. And I'm thinking, like, is that it? So, we just exhausted all the songs there are to sing? Or, like, I don't know. It's very weird. I just me. I just Googled this quickly. Um, Alicia Keys put out a Christmas album this year. I haven't heard a single um, one of those songs. I know Ariana Grande put out a Christmas album, I think, three years, maybe four years ago now. I mean, I'm not saying it's not happening. Okay. But I also feel like... There, there are still Christmas songs. I just don't think they're going mainstream. Yeah, like they, they're not going viral in the way that they used to. Well, when you can just play that one Mariah Carey song over and over, why do you need new ones? <laughs> I don't know. Jake did a ranking of it. Jake Seeley did a ranking of the best and worst Christmas songs in his athletic column. Someone called him a Nazi because of it. That's a very reasonable, <laughs> sensible take. That someone would have. I assumed his were like Jesus Christmas songs. The best, you know. the best Christmas song on the radio was. Do you guys the think Snoopy's in Christmas. general? Christmas songs are less popular now than they were 20 years ago? Definitely. Everyone's listening to their Spotify you know, curated their Spotify music yeah. or their YouTube curated list. And there's no room for a lot of new things to penetrate into that. Uh, I, I mean, agree. I don't Living even... in a curated world is like, there's no freedom in that. It seems fun at the start. But I mean, the there's, long... there's the ultimate freedom in that. It seems like, but that's an, it's illusory. Because what you begin to realize is that you become prisoner to a particular moment in time. If you want to. And everyone, by their human nature, almost everybody does stick to that routine and doesn't. At some point, they, they do hit a cutoff and nobody, no other passengers come on the bus. Well, why is that any different than Gary and giving the same thing to his sister for Christmas every year? 
I think that is different. Giving a so. gift that people would enjoy. You're doing the same thing over and over. He could, no. he could expand his mind. I just think that's true. And give something that's different. That's the problem. I, I add songs to my curated playlist all the time. I don't. It's not like there isn't a discover well, button at the very bottom. You're like, oh, what are some new jams? Let me listen to some I also think like Christmas songs are so... It's true. But mo- most of like, I mean, Christmas songs are just a microcosm of Christmas experiences in general. And I think for most people... Christmas is either A, very traditional, which you have argued many times on this show, Tim. Yes. Or B, Christmas is about like memories. Yes. Like the songs I listen to at Christmas are the songs that like I listened to the five albums my parents owned when I was a kid. That's and true. that's what we were listening to when we set up the tree. So yeah, that's true. I, I bet people younger than us have other have newer favorite Christmas songs. I used to have uh, it was on LP and then dad recorded it on the cassette it was Conway Twitty. Used to have a uh, Christmas album, and we listen to that every year, cover to cover. And like my wife has things that she listens to, like a Christmas like playlist, essentially. Sure. Of the stuff that she listened to with her parents that she puts on when her parents come over. I assume that's going to filter out to our kids. Sure. They'll probably listen to that too. But I think we all forget that the holidays can be a very sad time for a lot of people. They can too. be. But so maybe they don't. They just want to listen to like, is it Elliot? Not Elliot Ness. That's the Untouchables guy. Needle in the Hay guy, Royal Tenenbaums, Richie Tenenbaum kills himself, that music. Oh, right. Doesn't really kill himself. It's a dark suicide note, though. So. Yeah, it was a suicide note. It was dark. But yes, sad. Well, I think that's the other thing, that too. Oh, is yeah. Christmas, I find Christmas music to be very sad in general. I, I tend be. to not like Christmas music. It's either like super upbeat or it's like, yeah, uh, it, it can be somewhat somber. But, but I mean, like that's crooners. also true of I Christmas. I find crooners to be very depressing. No one, I like crooning. So you love? Did you go to the Michael Bublé concert? What it was? No, like but I, I I rather do like Michael Bublé's music for the most part because I think he's sort of blowing the dust off of a tradition that I, I think has great value. Crooning is a lovely sort of like way to sing, and it's it's sort of been lost in our contemporary culture. That's what I believe. Is, is Gary and I just don't think there can be that many crooners simultaneously. It's almost like a Highlander situation. There be- There's one crooner at a time. There used right to be all kinds bubbly. of crooner, crooner, uh, like the sixties in the fifties and sixties and seventies. Who were the ones in the seventies? I mean, Bing Crosby was still alive. They were like the same ones. Sinatra as the 50s was still and 60s. alive. They were the same ones as the fifties and sixties. Okay, so like new crooners were coming along, crooning. Nah, pass. I mean, I guess it's passe, but I mean, I guess that's why Michael Bublé is doing so well, as he's revivifying an old tradition. I am having such trouble with this ear set. What, what's going on with your earpiece? It's all unbalanced because I don't have it behind myself. You, why don't you stand Give up? him a I second don't... one to put in his other ear so no. he's balanced. Yeah, why don't you just put it over your head? I don't know how to do this. It's a core. It just put it over your head right now. I, I'm fine. T- t- look, listen. No, t- I'm fine. Listen, you have a lot of slack on your end. Just pick up the cord. I can see the cord right there. Just pick it up and put it over your head. I'm not comfortable what, doing what, that. Try that. Now just put it over your head. Yeah! There you go. There you go. Done. It's going to fall out. Why is it going to fall out? It's going to fall out. Is it not clipped to your back? No, I don't know how. I can't do it. it. It's a clip. It looks like this. I struggle at the clip. Look, you go like this. I know, but I can't yeah, do it. You, why don't you try it? Didn't you, I did it try it. Seem like you tried it. I do try it. Well, can you try it again? I just, no, I don't want to do it right Let's now. see if we I can. I don't want to do it on air. I don't want to do it. Let's see. Oh, no. My earpiece fell out. I struggle, I struggle I at it. Here, Gary, anyone. That's what falling, I mean. falling out of my seat here. I'm already standing up. I will clip it. It's anymore. just a, it's just a disaster. Here Every we... time I use these ear sets, it's a disaster for no. me. <laughs> live TV. There's nothing like it. Not even live, but it's not like we're going to spend the time to edit this out. Gary, and no. do you do you miss earpieces? You used to wear one every day. Uh, I do not. Uh, they are uncomfortable. 
but not nearly as uncomfortable as Tim is making them seem. Did you have a preferred ear? Because I always wear it in my left ear. I think my left ear, is it ear cavity? Ear drum? I guess, well. Cavity, drum, I think so. Cavity is the... the, the, the. Yeah, I, I, like I try, I've tried to wear some in my right, and they don't fit. Yeah, I usually always have, like I have a work headset where it's got the one earphone, and it's always my left ear that I have the... See, I always put it in my left ear. It's like technically, I mean, it's tough with us here because I guess how are you facing the camera? So the camera is hitting me here for TV. is inside TV stuff that you don't want to see it. Sure. But because you're sitting right there and I'm facing this way, if you had this in here and you're not used to having it in, you might have trouble hearing Yes, me. probably. Because my voice doesn't resonate into your earpiece. Only Garion yes. resonates into our earpiece. So we have to hear each other in studio. Little uh, behind the scenes magic here. That's how it works. Christmas gift to you. Some more SEO. <laughs> you blew that one. <laughs> uh, I wanted to do a Christmas movie draft. Oh, sure. Okay. If that's okay with everyone. What do you think, Gary? I do have I, I do have one more topic. Oh, quick, okay. Quick topic before we get to the draft. Hit me. Um I just wanted to know for Tim, because I know you are very particular partic particular. Jeez, I've lost my my, 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 my Tim, Tim my Anderson is very particular. Particular. I know you like your Christmas food, and I know you feel strongly about it, Tim. Mm -hmm. If you got invited to a Christmas potluck, what are you bringing? Hmm. That is a very good question. What would I bring? Now, is it something you would buy or something you would make? I would pick it up. Okay, so it could be anything. Yeah, I think JBC is from Wendy's. <laughs> that would be great. You wouldn't would feel great. bad about, would, like, if everyone else was making something, you wouldn't feel bad about picking something up? Nope. I think I would pick up, like, a fruit tray or a veggie tray. Oh, oh come on. That, oh. Because you can't go wrong with it. There's no – everyone can, likes you it. You can go wrong. It's good to have it there. That's I, the Subway gift card of potluck things. I think that's what I would bring. That's sad. I like fruit yeah. trays. I like vegetable trays. I, I didn't see it. Listen, we provided a – And I had several and grapes. You had what, three grapes? I had several grapes. <laughs> How much is several? Like four, five. Five grapes. Yeah, they were delicious. Don't, don't think that's several. The Did you have, what about anything else that we had catered at the Oh, party? the meatballs were so... Were they? Cool. I actually never had one of the meatballs. The meatballs were knockouts. Okay, so you like the meatballs. Why wouldn't you say, hey, I'll go get some meatballs and bring them there? I'm not opposed to that, but then you got to, you know... If you gotta you heat have to it get up, them. it also has to be hot when it gets there, and that you can heat them up there. Adds ad additional complications of getting it heated up and have to worrying about. You also have to clean the dirty stuff when it's done. I don't like doing that, getting your hands dirty and having like wash out the pot and whatever. And like you're going to a potluck. I know, but and like, you're most likely if you're picking them up, you're not bringing them in like a casserole pan. You're bringing them in like a no. People are probably bringing them in a casserole pan. No, the not, if you go pick, not if you go pick them up. You're going to pick them up and they're going to be in the same stuff that I got all my shit in. The I think aluminum stuff that you can put directly into the oven to heat up and take them out. Most potlucks I've been to, it's the opposite where people like show up with like glass casserole because dishes. they're making their stuff. At yeah, home. No, but you again, you're, you're not, not your showing up home. with that. No. Or are you putting it in a casserole dish to try to trick people that you did make them? Well, that, that, I would not do that either. I would just pick up a vegetable or a fruit tray, and people would be very happy for that. No, they'd be like, oh, yeah, Tim, put your shit over there. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, hey, you, you could have put some thought into this potluck. I just did. I would you like didn't. to have fruit there. You watch, you got five grapes, and everyone else is like, man, I wish you would have brought something cool. Or pineapple or strawberries. Yeah, people like that. Healthy options. Christmas pineapple. Sorry, I'm pro-healthy options. I mean, you did have five grapes. How many I, meatballs do you have? Uh, more than that. 
So your well, world you went, Okay, let's just say and the bacon wrap Tim, you went to the store. The bacon wrap scallops were fucking excellent. With the maple drizzle on they them. They were so See, this is stuff that, that you sounds, can that buy. Sounds great. You the can pork buy. belly was good. And these are things that you can buy and bring. You don't need to go and pick up a fucking the little canapes oh, were great. It, Here are 13 carrots. There are many ones, don't this worry. This is the thing like so Tim, like hypothetically you're at the store, you go in with the intent to buy the fruit tray, but an old man takes the last one before you can get there. What's option two? <laughs> Probably a, a tray of cookies. Huh. Okay. How about you have to bring hot food? Now what are you gonna do? Bring bring mozzarella gift sticks. Cards for mozzarella sticks. What's that? Mozzarella sticks. Like frozen mozzarella. Yeah, sticks? you gotta heat them up anyway. So I heat them up. Mozzarella so, sticks. So if Everybody loves mozzarella sticks. If you're if you're worried about heating things up and how that's a nuisance, why wouldn't you get something like good? Not mozzarella sticks are delicious. It's a pot. Christmas. They are like this is a Christmas if you did, They're like you're, you're they're not like hung one over a. watching football with me here on Sunday. Mozzarella sticks might be like one A in the appetizer ranking. No, they might be. No, they aren't. Like Tim, there's going to be someone who was assigned to make a turkey or a ham for this event, and you're going to bring mozzarella sticks. You're going to make a box of mozzarella sticks. I mean, in some ways, I brought the best item. If you could deep fry them there, that would be fine. But now you're having like, yes, Paul. That's what I was going to get to. Are you bringing them in a frozen container? Because yeah. if if this is a Christmas potluck, the oven is in use already. You can't use mm-hmm. the oven. You can heat stuff up, but like you, you're not having to spend like 30 minutes to make these things. They don't take that long in the oven. How long do they take? I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. There's a turkey or a ham in there. Well, I don't find room. You can't use. You can't. You can't just take space in the in the oven while but it's in use you said i had to, to make it, it already I, uh, made but i have to heat it up whatever i bring has to take some space yeah the but there's a difference here. between like i gotta stick this in the oven for five minutes it's already been cooked and these things are raw you really haven't thought about this have you well clearly not because you just brought it up to me yeah but like you you've been to these potlucks no one ever like are, have you set the bar so low that no one asked you to do anything i mean i brought things to potlucks in the past okay like what Nothing. I, I had my mom make some things a couple of times and brought that. So you had to enlist the services of your mother so you could bring things to potlucks. That is a true story. But were I to bring it on my own, and I have brought things on my own in the past. like a bag the, of chips. Nope. Fruit tray. Every time. No one wants your fruit tray. Well, I do. It's 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 healthy. And the dessert. Why? Well, so you could, like you said, you could have five grapes. When given the option of real food I had and a fruit tray, you had five grapes and you just said you ate more meatball. And when, these were not small meatballs. They were, they were so like, good. They were like Randy Marsh's balls when he put them in the fucking microwave. And I had an eye on the meatballs too because I didn't want to take too many at the start because everyone has to have their chance. But like after a certain period of time, they're a fair game. There's no, I agree. There's no limitations on the meatballs. Oh, that's that's a good question though. Are like, do you have any remorse about taking the last of something at a potluck? No, not it, as long as I think ever a, a lot of people have had an opportunity at something, and it's something that I really wanted or wanted. I I would feel bad if I took like I don't know something I didn't care for, and I just took it to have it. What then, would be the difference? There should be no difference in any of this. No, it's nothing. Someone has to take the last one. Mm-hmm. But and, why are you putting something on your plate that you wouldn't want anyway? Well, you think it's not that you wouldn't want. You're like, ah, maybe I'll try this sort of thing, right? Uh, oh yeah, because you're a big person, try things. Whereas person. the person behind you might really be interested in the last, I don't know, salmon croquette or something, and you're like, ah, maybe I'll try this. Uh, I would feel bad then, but no, like 
when you at these, it's true with any potluck. It's a good advice if you're doing Christmas potlucks. You make your early pass. It's like a buffet. You're not really trying to beat the house in the way you are a buffet, but you are trying to get as much as you can get at the same time. Like within, but within. Did you feel physically ill when eating a potluck? It's not the war of the jungle the way it is. See, it's already fine. It's not the way it is uh, at, a, at a buffet where it's just you versus the restaurant and you're trying to eat the, eat eat uh, more than the value of what you paid. But, you know, you want to leave a potluck full to the brim uh, if, you, if, it's, if it's possible. If there's not enough food, you have to be judicious. But once everyone's had their pass at it, uh, you know, I have my eyes open as to what's still left and if like, there's some more good stuff and everyone's had a fair chance. Like if I want to go take the six meatballs left and I take four of them, I'm going to do it. Because everyone's had their opportunity at four of them. If there's only there's six, six left, left. how, how big were these meatballs? If everyone's they already had their chance, if everyone's already like, had, honestly, Gary, they were probably like that big, like your standard spaghetti yes. and meatball yes. size meatball. Yeah, that's right. I would say bigger than that. Yeah, Paul, Paul can wait, and he was there. I was at the party. I wasn't aware that there was meatballs. They were all there, gone. So Tim had well, probably no eaten them. That's before not. I was no, aware. that's not true. Wait, what were, like, from the I time, ate a lot of from scouts. the time the meatballs were put down on the table to the time that they were all gone by you. How much were, time? It first, they were not all gone by me. There were still some left. Secondly, I think I waited over a, under twelve and a half minutes. Oh, please! I had a couple right away, and then I just stopped and kept an eye on things. And after like an hour, or oh, so passed, that give me a fucking break! After an hour or of so, hour, yeah, about an hour. You're not good with time as it is. You say things that happened the other day, and they happened twenty years ago. I, I don't know if I necessarily believe you after that. A, it's been an hour. Like I would, I said ten minutes. I figure they've been like. You took like four to start off. No, with, I took two. And you saw that no one immediately came and got them. Then you were just like, Ooh. no, no, I took two. You're and like, I, and you're I, like I, Homer with the brownies. I could have eaten every single one of them, and I didn't. Uh, they were were you like in the middle you. of conversations with people and you couldn't maintain eye contact because you were too busy like looking over their shoulder to see if anyone was grabbing meatballs? No, not that, not to that extent. But like, I was keeping an eye on things because they were phenomenal meatballs. They were so good. Wouldn't know. Didn't have any. Yeah. Okay. That's not true. I don't know if we, I don't know whether you had any or not. But there were still some left when I left. So I didn't even eat them all. Like, at what point is it all fair game for as much as you want? Maybe you want to leave some for me for later. And I did. I didn't take them all. No, they were all gone. Well, okay. Well, I did not take the last ones. There was at least two left. There was on a lot that. of pork belly left. Yeah, it wasn't as good as oh, the meatballs. So you didn't like that? I'll make note for next. I liked no the pork, pork belly, belly, but I loved the meatballs and I loved the bacon wrapped scallops. Yeah, those were a big hit early. Oh, they were so... Those, those flew off the shelves. They were delicious. Gary and I'll fly in next year, you and Carly. You can come to the Mayo Media Christmas party. Oh, that'll be fun. If we're still in business, who knows? Hope, hope my flight isn't delayed. I won't get any meatballs. That's true. It's delayed by four minutes. I might have had gone. six meatballs. It's a lot of meatballs, because I think we only ordered 20. Oh, I think it was more than that. It was a big... I mean, of- I paid for them. I knew how many we got. Well, I mean, maybe people just weren't hungry at that point. But I gave everybody lots of opportunity to take their run at the meatballs. And at that point, you know, they're starting to get a little room temperature. They're not piping hot anymore. At that point, I figure... Oh, so you're doing everyone a favor by, like, no, I'm just sparing like, them from having subpar meatballs. At that point, they're mine they're if I want the team here. They're anybody's at that point. It's fair game. Didn't Isn't leave, that justice? Didn't leave aim for poor Paul? Again, poor I did. I did not have the last one. It's all right, Top Cat. I probably wouldn't have been able to eat them anyway. Well... I was just testing you. You did enjoy the bacon wrap scallops because you could eat those. Correct. Man, those were good. I wish I had a big plate of those right now. They were so good. Uh, anything else? Uh, 12 Days of Christmas? Yeah, I do have a definitive ranking of that. But maybe we'll save that for the end of the show. Okay. 
It's been five years. You could probably finally do it. Okay. <laughs> Movie draft. Has the ranking changed at all? I, we can get yeah. into it later. It's yeah, fun. yeah. Have, have the have the rankings changed of the days, like over the past five years? I think they probably have. Really? I think so. Now I'm curious to know about like what you pre like. Is number one change? No. What is number one then? Number one. Number one is the five gold rings. Okay. Why? Because it's the most valuable. Is it? What's well, number two then? You don't know how much some of those rare birds are being sold for on the black market. <laughs> What's number two then? Uh, it doesn't matter what right, number yeah, two see, is. I knew that pal. was going to was just gonna happen. Yeah, in Cuss Corner seventy one. We're going to get through all twelve of these. No, we're no chance. But we got to, we got number one this year. Yeah, that's more than we got in the past five years. True. Movie draft, Christmas movie draft. Instead of doing rankings, I think this is the more fair way to do things. All right, sure. So we're each going to draft four movies apiece for a marathon of Christmas movies on Christmas Day. And people can vote if they like in which movie. They should. They should t- decide between the three of us who has the better uh, team, who has the better roster. Yes, I, I mean, I'm most definitely going to lose. I do have first pick, though, when I did the drawings. It's me, then you, then Garyan. Is it Snake? Yeah, Garyan can pick back to back, and we'll come back All either right. way. I'm going to take Christmas Vacation at number one. Okay, that's a good pick. Yeah. I, I need to make my team somewhat palatable. Okay. So, you're number two. I'll take It's a Wonderful Life. It's a staple. That was never... I would never take that movie. I, I, that movie. I would never take it. Okay, but there's a lot of people for whom it is beloved. Yeah, so. they're all dead. Sure, I, I will I will give you that, but I, I'm just saying personally... All right, I feel like it. I'm going to get all four of my movies. Right? I, I guarantee... I, was Christmas Vacation going to be your number one pick, Gary? Uh, yeah, that was at the top of my board. But I'll get my number two, which is Home Alone. We were watching Home Alone the other night. My kids, my first run through of watching Home Alone. And? They love oh, the tarantula. It, that was my least favorite part. Though he does get hit with a freaking... They have the wet bandits. Which one of the wet bandits do you think is, is more criminal savvy? Oh, it's not even close. It's Pesci, right? It's definitely, yeah. yeah it's it's Pesci, definitely. yeah. Harry! Uh, yeah, Harry is definitely the, the mastermind. I don't know, though. Like He shows up as the cop early in the film. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's a. I, I feel like Daniel Stern is underrated as a criminal mastermind. He's like a human version of Pinky. <laughs> Are they, to be fair, in the second like movie, Pinky he's the, the one who comes up with putting glue all over your gloves. Yeah. So you can just take things from the. Uh, yeah, that's true. From the people out in the street so he's you know he's he at least expands his game. That's true. Pinky and the Brain are a good comp for those two. I think that well, thank they you. really are. Yeah. So Gary, um, what's your second pick? Second, I will take the animated. Uh, I, I think it's only like 38 minutes, but it, I'll take the animated Grinch, not the Jim Carrey one. What do you got against Jim Carrey? I, I hate that movie. There's, you don't need filler plot for How the Grinch Stole Christmas. It's it's all right there in the first one that's only 33 minutes long. Okay. I well, don't need the Grinch's love story. I get to take the, not, better, not interesting. the better one, Home Alone 2. You only like Home Alone 2 because it has Trump. No, it has nothing to do with it. It's just a better story. Uh, it's, Many people are saying it it's, is a superior Home Alone. It's movie. a more it's a more fun movie. Is Home Alone three with like the terrorists? Um, I is that a Christmas movie? I don't even remember Home Alone three. Home Alone two uh, has Tim Curry. It has. Uh, why do you like Tim Curry so much? You hate Clue the movie. That as is we found such out. a trash ha- movie. D- Garyan, you've seen Clue, right? That's such a bad take. I know. Yeah, Clue's it's a great. bad movie. That was great. Yeah, People okay. love that. I but didn't again, realize now, it was with, with each passing day, we've learned more about Tim. The unbalance of that movie, not knowing Drives how the movie nuts. ends, would be unsettling to Tim. Very unsettling. 
Which one do you believe is the real ending? Because uh, the, the, are... the VHS, I mean, you weren't old enough to see it in theaters, so no. it doesn't matter to you. But the fact so every that every version that you've ever seen has all three endings the, in but it. But then it has no ending. You, Don't you see? You can pick which one you like. That, that's, not, that's not how movies work. They're not choose-your-own-adventure books. Did you like choose-your-own-adventure books? No, I hated them. Why? You were indecisive about which page you I didn't like the flipping back and the forward. Like, yeah, it's dumb. You always picked the worst adventure, didn't you? Sometimes. You're just too conservative in your selections? Like, I, I what if know. I did this? No, I, I can't do that. What where's, would happen? Where's the ending where he just sat at home in comfort and mocked people for being outside in the cold? <laughs> so it gives me back-to-back picks? Hmm. Someone brought to my attention, maybe it was you, that Batman Returns is a Christmas movie? It wasn't me who brought that up, but someone did mention that. I think that's... Oh, yeah, that, yeah, that would be a Christmas movie, I guess. Also, don't love Batman Returns. Is that the one with... Nah. The Penguin. Oh, yeah, that's the worst movie. P and Penguin, Gwyn. No. Penguin! No, the one with Tommy Lee Jones. And, that's Batman uh, Forever. Yeah, and Jim that's, Carrey. I, that's the best one. I feel like that's universally of those. the worst. No, no, Batman and Robin is the worst one. That's George Clooney that's one? The, that's the one with Clooney and Chris O'Donnell. Yeah, that's, oh, pretty, right. pretty, yeah, that's yeah, pretty bad. And Mr. Freeze. That's, that's the one where he has the Bat credit card, right? Yeah. Yes. Richest man yeah. on the face of the earth. Well, he needs a black card. Yeah, that's bad. That's a bad movie. The original Batman of the first four Batman. The Jack Nicholson. Yeah, the, the first Batman. Batman is the best Batman. Yeah, I was even thinking yeah. like that's like separate and apart from. Why that. is that separate apart? Because like it's its own piece. In the Why? same way the Nolan movies, their own thing. Yeah, but, I mean, Michael Keaton is Batman in one and two. I know. You think they're separate movies? For some reason, my brain disaggregates them that way. All right, I'm gonna take D hard or the hard as it would be translated <laughs> to in in English. Sure. That's German for the hard the. The hard the. So Christmas, oh man, I'm winning this for sure. Christmas vacation and die hard. Now, do I go to win this? Because I can put the hammer down. Or Gary, and should I just take what I love? Because I feel like. I mean, I would take what you love at this point, but. Yeah, because you know I'm going to win. You've got a pretty solid solid base. Let's just say that. But also, I think what you want to take with this pick, I think your fan base is in on that movie anyway. So just take it. I see. I disagree. I, I feel like. Despite the fact that there are big fans of the show, big fans of Pat Mayo, my movie selections may not line up with uh, the majority of the public area, is all I'm saying. Okay. I have some very eclectic movie choices that I thoroughly enjoy, but I'm thinking about the flow of the movie Christmas Day Marathon that I'm going through. What kind of mood do I want to be in? Okay, so we have Christmas Vacation up first, and then we have, like that, we're going to have a few good laughs, everyone's sitting around, having a good lull at everything that's going on, then we can really be in there with Die Hard. Who's, who's not in on Die Hard, Gary? Great movie. And then I think Fantastic I'll, movie. It's, like, not the be- I, it's not even the best of the Die Hards. I, I now want to feel like what emotion. You do better I... your your opinion better be that Die Hard Three is better than Die Hard. That, that is that is that is that is that is my opinion. It's not. It's not Die Hard. Die Hard with a Vengeance is the best take. of them. It's not the best of them. It's the uh, okay, well, I think it is. It's got, it's Jer- best, it's got Jeremy yeah. Irons. Jeremy's Iron. That's very good. Is how it's. Is Here's it, a ball. Is maybe the you'd like to. Maybe, maybe you'd like to bounce. So I am going. Do you remember what the anagram is in that episode? No. Let me let me think. Let me think. I'll give you what the, the word was, which was genuine class. Alec Guinness. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Hardest game on earth to play. <laughs> Do you remember the exact amount of money of untraceable bearer bonds that Hans Gruber is attempting to steal from the Nakatomi Corporation? No, I, do not. I don't. $640 million. It doesn't seem like that much money anymore, does it? It was the olden days. That still seems like a pretty good amount of money. 87 or something. 88, I believe. Olden days. 
Yeah, so I'm trying to structure my day. I want to have another laugh. I'm going to go with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, that's a good one, too. I forgot about that. I love it. I mean, it's in my top 10 movies of all time, so I should probably take it. If people have not seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the movie that reinvented the career of Robert Downey Jr., there'd be no Iron Man without Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It was the first time that Shane Black and Robert Downey Jr., worked with each other, and it was the first time that Robert Downey, had, Robert Downey Jr. had come back since his second drug problem. And he is fantastic. And so Val Kilmer's the real, real hero, the real MVP yeah. of the movie. It's but Downey movie. is just absolutely fantastic. It's a good movie. There we are. So Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, the Shane Black joint, is my third selection. Tim. Charlie Brown. Yeah. Your movie list is for like six-year-olds. Or it's for sentimental people over the age of 50. Six-year-olds are not sitting down for four hours to watch It's a Wonderful Life. It's four hours long? Uh, well, I know on Christmas Eve when it airs, it'll air, and it airs every year, from like eight to midnight. Hello, Bedford Falls! I want to kill myself. I'm George Bailey. I like Clarence. I like George Bailey! You think the real hero is that guy who... John wanted- Barrymore's character? Yeah, because... He was the one who wanted to put it, you know what? If everyone he was responsible. If everyone ran finances like Mr. Barrymore over there, then we wouldn't have inflation. <laughs> Look, he wasn't the drunk uncle who left the company's money at the bank. The guy who was the father in Gone with the Wind. Uh, he was the uncle. That's why you shouldn't that get too boozed at Christmas. That's exactly. Why we have these George Bailey let his unreliable uncle in the middle of the Depression handle his savings and loans money. No, 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 you see. Your money's in Fred's Money's house. at George's house. What do you do with my money in your house, Fred? <laughs> Mo. Mo's so upset. <laughs> uh, so back-to-back picks for you, Gary. Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to go with, like, we're going to go 80s here, and we're going to go with two, uh, one very much a comedy, one sort of like a, a horror comedy, I guess. Uh, but I'm going to go with Gremlins. In my third spot, and then uh, I think I'll go with Trading Places at ah, four. It was between that and Kiss Kiss Bang Bang for me. I love Trading Places. I watched it literally yesterday with my dad. Fantastic movie. You didn't watch Four Christmases with Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon? <laughs> that is such a bad movie. I've never it tries to be that. funny. Why have you seen that movie? I've seen it. Now, Tim, the- have you ever watched a Hallmark movie? Uh, oh, yeah. They're, they're awful. There's a Lindsay Lohan Christmas yeah. movie on Netflix from like a director of 451 Christmas they're Hallmark movies. They're all the same it's movie. It's But it's like the biggest movie out right now. Oh, I believe it. People go bananas for these Christmas movies. It is not. Oh, you know what? Speaking of, because I know like the, the qualifications to be a Christmas movie are up for interpretation, whether or not it has to all take place in that kind of like time period. Or if it's just a scene, like if an iconic scene is a Christmas scene, is Mean Girls a Christmas movie? No, because it just has that scene in the center. It's like, because it goes through like a school year, right? And if anything, the most famous date in the movie is October 3rd, not Christmas, right? It's probably true, actually. And that girl from Mean Girls is in all those Christmas movies. The one with the long black hair. She's uh, in like three quarters of these Christmas movies. What, the original voice of Meg Griffin? Is that who that is? It is. Lacey Cribet, oh, I think her name is. Oh, she the original voice of Meg Griffin? Yeah, she's had some rust, though. Yeah, season one of Family Guy. She was the voice of Meg Griffin. Wow. Hmm. Uh, but okay. yeah, I'll so, do uh, I'll do Trading Places, which, again, probably a precursor to uh, 
the big short. You know, you watch those both in the same day. Learn a lot about stuff. Uh, yeah, and Gremlins. I love Gremlins. M- movie doubles, trading places in the big short. Yeah. And Wall Street. Those three. And Wall Street, yeah. Oh, have you seen Wall Street too? No. It's no. great. If you love is, movies about people doing cocaine. Is Sheen in that one too? Is, oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. No, is Sheen in No, Shia LaBeouf's in it. Yeah, and Sheen's in it. Yeah. That before okay. Shia LaBeouf put that mask or his bag over his head, said he wasn't famous anymore? I don't know. I don't really follow Shia LaBeouf. I remember when he did that. I don't really celebrate his entire catalog. He's <laughs> not Michael Bolton. Shia the Beef. So it is your selection. I bet you I can guess what you're going to take. Okay. It's between one of two things. Okay. It's too bad our buddy Patterson isn't here because his number one pick would have been A Nightmare Before Christmas. But That's a Halloween movie, even though it says Christmas in the title. Is it really? I think so. I don't think it's I've both. ever seen it. I don't like... It oh. is both, but I think it's a Halloween movie. Okay. I'm going to say yeah. that you are going... It's like the most like sappy loser movie you can find. I, I have I a guess. Su- I may surprise you. Um, I mean, Although I, I know, feel like he's I know already yours, taken his allotment. I, I know what yours should be, but... I mean, maybe there isn't even an older one. There is, but like, for example, a lot of people would say Sound of Music, but it's not a Christmas movie, even though it's on That's every a Christmas. That's Nazi movie. Even though it's, well, it's really quite an anti You, you could get the no- Nazis, yeah, Nazis in Trump in both well, in your yeah. list, Tim. But uh, no, that wouldn't be my pick. But a lot of people would pick that, I think. All right. Well, I know what your pick should be, but let's hear it. Christmas with the Cranks. I th- what? I love that movie. Tim Allen. Who's- Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, Phil Hartman. Uh, it's such a great film. Uh, maybe Phil Hartman's actually not in that one. No, uh, he's in. He's, he's, he's Jingle in uh, Jingle All the Way, which is also an excellent uh, Christmas movie. I was gonna say, yeah, uh, yeah. But Jamie Lee Curtis, Tim Allen, it is hilarious. It's nonstop laughs from start to finish. There's there's a very real case to be made that that movie isn't even the best Christmas movie for either oh, of those two people. Darn it! I wish I hadn't picked that. There's something better. Yeah, there is, isn't there? Can I? No. I, is I'm it like chess? This movie I, take, I haven't taken my finger off the piece. No, no. You, is it like chess? Describe to us why the movie is so great. I know, but I actually it. have chosen. No. I'm, I'm picking uh, something different. It's my two picks next. Well, I'm asking you, since you've already got such a massive no, lead here. It's, it's now my pick. I haven't taken my finger off the piece. Gary, and we're not letting him pick. He's already picked, correct? Can I please pick? Oh, yeah. It's gone. It's, yeah, it's totally gone. It's, you it's, get Christmas with the cranks. Please. Yeah, it's Pat's pick. He's going to take Bad Santa. Yeah, I was going to. Yeah. I was shocked. <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's what you were going to do. Thursday. on Bad Santa. <laughs> I thought that's what you were going to. That's a bad draft, pal. Oh, I mean, I still love my. I love the four movies I picked. Don't get me wrong, but I definitely should have picked Bad Santa. Ah, you're finishing in last. If I had had Bad much. Santa, I would have been a runaway winner. Oh, with I my life. does that like, make run me a runaway winner now? Uh, with Bad Santa mm-hmm. on your list, you should be favored. I can't believe I forgot. I mean, that. I have the three best movies. I mean, I have the best movie, but no one has seen Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. So that's not going to do me any favors. But between Christmas Vacation, Die Hard, and Bad Santa, I- I'm looking pretty good Bad here. Santa is so funny. Okay. So my second to last pick, the, f- the first pick of the fifth round. What do I want to go with? Do I want to How lock- many rounds are we going? Six. Oh, six. Okay. That way I, I can pick last. Okay. But- All right. Sure. Do I go with my heart? I got a lot of laughs on this list. So I can go with sentimentality and win this draft right now, Gary. And I'm telling you, if New I New Year's Eve. I'll if, let you have it. If I, uh, I, I will, I'm not making this my selection, but I'll throw this out here to you, Gary. Or if you want to get some points back to get people to vote for you. I do like Love Actually, but I'm not going to do don't. that. I'm going to take Ooh. the ref with Dennis Leary. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Gary, have you ever seen the ref? Yeah, it's fantastic. Man, there's, there's so many movies I forget are Christmas movies. I lost them in my ear. <laughs> oh, yeah. There are. Well, see, that's the thing, right? 
It, it's an open question as to how many things are Christmas movies. So, would you say that's not a Christmas movie? I'm not opposed. No, to no, it. no, no, no. I was just saying. I, I sort of, I, I didn't even think about it when I was kind of like thinking about the movies I was going to take. But yeah, that's a great pick. I mean, if you type in the ref, this search may be relevant to recent activity of is the ref a Christmas movie? Okay. There you go. Anyway, uh, let's see. I would say that the ref and Gremlins are Christmas movies, according to something on Reddit. So there we are. Hooray! Uh, so Tim. You can now take Miracle on 40. No, I'll take, I'll take Jingle all the way. <laughs> all the way. Mm. It was either that or Bad Santa 2. Which is horrible. You probably don't want to take that. I, as I've said before in the show, I was there opening night at the theater to see that movie. It had such potential. All right, so two for you, Did Gary. you dress up like Santa to go see it? No, he no. Dressed, uh, dressed up as uh, John Ritter's character. Who's not in the movie. He passed. Yeah, I know, in honor of him. Oh, okay. A lot of people in that movie have passed away, actually. She said that she wouldn't S-H-I-T right <laughs> for a week. The best part <laughs> is that he's both got that massive bowl of cigarette butts in front of him and all and, and all these orange peels everywhere. Because that's all he does is eat oranges and smoke outrageous amounts of cigarettes constantly. <laughs> <laughs> And you didn't take this movie. I can't believe I just completely forgot about it. Oh, my God. It's a big miss by you. Yeah, All yeah, right. No, totally is. Gary, I'm back to back. Okay. Uh, I'll take... I'll go sentimentality here. I'll, I'll take the uh, the Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Christmas special thing. Um, and then I will take... You know what? I'm going to take a Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, good. That's a, that's a good pick. I like that pick. I'm de- I'm just I'm despondent now because I had I had the whole thing on my racket and I let it go. I mean, you weren't going to win anything. I was going to win by you a you land. Win. You have Christmas slide. at the Cranks. I want to see what the Rotten Tomato score for Christmas. I bet you it Chris, is really. I high. would rather watch fucking Crank Christmas with Jason Statham you, rather than Christmas with the Cranks. It's now. such a fu- <laughs> when that ham. Gets run over that she fought. You're for. talking about it like it's an iconic scene. It in a is movie an that iconic scene. Hey, Pat, have so you ever seen this movie? Fun. No, I heard it was awful when it came out. So oh no, it was really it came out in 2004. I'm, Good lord! I'm guessing it has Red- a 21 percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It has a 5 percent tomato meter. I what's the cinema score? 38 uh, percent. That's not a cinema score. It's A uh, B C. Oh, the uh, the audience score. Yeah, it says 38 percent. It's right there. I find that hard to believe. Well, you're looking at it, pal. Okay, it's a great movie. Do, do you think the Do you think the site is lying to you? Well, I don't think it's lying. You, if you like this, I mean, this is pretty bang on. If you like this movie, you might also like Dumb and Dumber. Oh, that was not good. <laughs> the Master of Disguise. Okay, turtle, turtle, turtle. <laughs> I like Professor movie. Two, the might, clumps. It might not turtle enough. And Black tur- Knight with Martin Lawrence, a movie I saw twice in theaters. I, I did not see We've, that movie. It's amazing how much Black Knight has come up. Because <laughs> I've seen in, it so many times. Corners. I went through a big Martin Lawrence phase of my life. The amount of times I've seen Blue Streak is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Which is a great movie. I was going to say, be- because of TBS, I have seen the movie Blue Streak and Deep Blue Sea probably 20 times. You know Black Sheep only got 28%? That's a miss. I know it was like a bad retread of Tommy Boy, but it's still funny. Absolutely it is. just done Tommy Boy 2. How would you do that? 
I don't know. Could, you, could you have Rob Lowe back? Yeah, but you would have to have someone with such physical presence. No, I mean, instead of making Tommy Boy, you just, you, instead of making Black Sheep, you'd make Tommy Boy too. Oh, okay. I mean, if you're going to put Farley and Spade together. Yeah, yeah, no, fair enough. One, fair enough. Instead of just calling it something different fair and enough. having him being the brother of the guy running for governor. No, fair enough. <laughs> Who was Tim Matheson from Animal House. Okay. Um, so it's your pick. I'll take Elf. Elf? Elf. The, the TV Christmas movie? Yo. No, I'll take Elf. That's a that's a that's a really funny movie. It's a sweet movie. You just like it because the kid wears a wing cravat jersey. They are Jets fans. Nice. And R.I.P. to James Caan, who's in that movie. Caan. And uh, probably the first movie that Tyrion is ever in. That anyone's ever seen. No, he was in the Station Agent. Was he nominated for an Oscar for the Station Agent before Elf? Agent. That came out in 2003. What year did Elf come out? 2002 or 2003. Also 2003. 2003, I think, yeah. yeah. So okay. big year for Peter Dinklage. Yes. I don't. I, I, I have my doubts that that was his first movie. Like big success, box office. Hit. I mean, he was nominated for an Oscar for the movie I just Okay, out to fair you. enough. He was in three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I didn't, yeah. I don't remember. Uh, he was, that. yeah. I don't remember. He's, that movie has a great cast. He's been in a really movie does. since 1991. Is that so? Yeah. Uh, yeah, Station Agent and Elf, same year. Elf's a good movie. It's a classic. Uh, listen, I agree. That I like Elf. Elf's a fine movie, but I, that you, you, you've just put it on right. your list. I mean, that is a good one. You could have taken that or Love Actually to sway some well, votes. Towards was, I was actually thinking Rush Hour. Was the other one? Or not I Rush really Hour? Really don't. No, like no, Love Lethal Action. Weapon. Sorry, Lethal Weapon. Oh, Lethal. Yeah. I was considering Lethal Weapon, but I decided no. Well, now you just gave Pat Lethal Weapon. If no, he that's wants a good, it. it's He's a good definitely one. Definitely gonna win. It's no, a good one. Everyone knows what I'm taking as my last pick because yeah. I, I have done a theme here of like how I want to watch stuff. Like, I feel like your stuff is all disjointed. Like, it's a Wonderful Life should be last on your viewing. List. But I think it's my favorite. The older I get, you, you want to watch. You want to wake up in the morning and watch It's a Wonderful Life. I, I, I no, I, I want to watch it Christmas Eve. You want to watch? Yeah, I think it's the last thing you watch. Yeah. Oh, so you're yeah, so you're starting the, your marathon the night on before. Christmas Eve. That's right. Okay. So are you watching Home Alone two after you watch? That's Christmas night. That would be like. Then where are the rest of them going? Well, these aren't the order in which. Yeah. This, oh, this is the order. They're just these. No, these this are all. Is the, this is the order you're watching them, pal. Okay. Well, then I'm glad I book, bookmarked it with Elf because Elf's a great one to stop with. So Christmas Vacation, Die Hard. Get some laughs in there. Have some fun. Ditto for Kiss Kiss Bang Bang and Bad Santa. And then the ref, some laughs. But it's nighttime Have now. Have people seen Bad Santa? Wait. Eh. Like, is it culty? Yeah. Is it's, it like Lebowski Brothers? Like, people no, it, who it, know it, was, it know it, was, it? It was bigger than Lebowski. Like, Lebowski's like a genuine cult movie because legitimately no one saw that movie in theaters. Okay. Bad Santa, I bet you did like 30 million in theaters. Because it had I mean, it clearly not enough to have a sequel. It, 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 so. it, it, it had zero big stars in the movie. Billy Bob Thornton. They were Bernie not. Bernie Mac. John Ritter. It made Cloris Leachman. Yeah. Cl- yeah. <laughs> S- superstar Leachman. Cloris Leachman. She's a very famous in actress. In 1950. Anyway. Those are big names. There were Us big Malcolm names. in the Middleheads, no Cloris Leachman. That's what a star. B- Bernie Mac was like the eighth lead in Ocean's Eleven. But he had his own TV show. Sure. He starred in a movie where there were seven bigger people than him in it. He was so good in that movie. I like Bernie Mac, but to say he was a big star was kind of pushy. He's not Brad Pitt. Is that how you got the upper hand? You're negotiating? Uh, so Christmas Vacation, <laughs> Die Hard, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Bad Santa, have a few laughs. Although, you know, the spacey factor of the ref. We'll go out to the coast. We'll have it, a few laughs. It isn't great. But, you know, kids are in bed, Gary and... Uh, you know, it's been a long day. We've had our mimosas. It's time to watch some Eyes Wide Shut. Bing! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bing! Bing! 
gets people real horned. Not as much as Fight Club, by the way. If people out there are still dating, and I don't know if people still date the same way they do, you go for some drinks, you go back to your place, her place, you can put on a movie, you check on Fight Club. No movie gets the ladies more horned than Fight Club. Just throwing that out. In case people don't know, I'm throwing that out Okay. There. As a dating tip, you you want to hook up, you throw on some Fight Club. <laughs> people love David Fincher movies? Yes. They're, Sexy. They're, yeah, they're... It's a big takeaway for Fincher. Yeah. So then the next date, you put on Seven afterwards? Exactly. Yeah, and Panic Room. These are the type of movies you put on. Now, any movie where you can get Brad, Brad Pitt without a shirt on, good to go. I think he has and a shirt need... on the whole time and during Seven, doesn't he? I mean... Well, he's not talking about Seven. Well, I'm not he's talking, talking about, about Seven. No, I'm trying to think. But... Why do you care? Just a strange. Anyway, anyway. Doesn't Tim's seven. running his own personal Mister Skin account, but yeah. just for Brad. No, He's just... having pit pitbeats.com. Oh goodness. <laughs> but in Fight Club, yeah, that guy, guy shredded. He's doing the work for you. That's the whole idea behind it. Less you have to do. Get him real horned. Okay, that's how it works. So maybe you should watch a Fight Club with Curly and that Gary. There you go. Loading it up. You're like, hey, have you seen have you seen Fight Club? I have the DVD. I'll send it to you. I can guarantee you she's never seen Fight Club. There so you, that's that's we've at least got that going Fight for Club. Not everyone has seen Fight Club. Everybody has seen Fight Club. It's just like how I mean no I literally just told you someone up. hasn't seen Fight Club. Yeah, I would for, be you're talking to two people, one of them has told you, someone who hasn't seen it. I'm surprised to hear that people haven't seen Fight Club. It's a very popular film. I mean it is now. It was a box office flop. Sure, but Lots of movies can be box office flops and still be very popular. Not a lot, no. Most movies people see are in movie theaters. Or at least they were, not now. Do you not agree with that? I don't know. I have to, I have to think about it some more. I'm sure there are lots of examples in both directions. I'm sure that there, there are some examples of movies that were are culty movies. That club's not really a culty movie. Popular among men aged 17 to 25. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is how I would throw that out there. Anyway, that was a very custy Christmas. I would like to thank Paul for being behind the camera and Garion and myself and Tim Andergust. Tim Andergust. That's not my name. Heard it was. Heard it wasn't. Out. You can at least wait for Paul to switch the camera to. Oops. Blowing it. Oops. Blowing it. Now it'll always be your name. Garion, I hope you have a great holiday season, sir. Yeah, uh, you know, happy holidays to everyone listening today. Hopefully all your drives go well, all your Christmases go well. Thanks for listening and supporting the pod. Merry Christmas to you both. Thank you, Gary. Same to you. And a happy new year. Maybe you'll get a Christmas card in the mail from Tim. Yeah. Nah. Although it probably won't arrive by Christmas at this point and be a major faux pas. That is, cer- that is certainly true. So what happens if you receive it after Christmas? Do you just cut it in half? I personally open you just it. throw it in the trash? I, I, I personally open it. It doesn't bother me as much. You but take it, just... it and throw it on no. the ground. But I was, I was raised to always send cards well in advance of the date. Or you deliver them hand like you did to me. Or you hand deliver. Yes. It was very nice. Oh, thank you. Sam was very appreciative. I, I'm uh, delighted to hear it. I couldn't imagine keeping a card for more than 30 seconds. Well, that's I, I'm more of a sentimentalist, I suppose. But you never look at them. Sometimes in life you, you will. Or would. You see, you say that, but you haven't. Uh, that's not true. Occasionally well, you go through like You're, old you're about to start playing the back nine here. Okay. So, it's got to come, come sometime soon. Was there a Subway gift card in there? No. 
It wasn't. Wow, who gets the Subway gift cards then? I told you they're to be used when people show up to the house unexpectedly and they give you a gift and you have one to give back. Darren, how many people show up to your house unexpectedly? Not that many. Uh, and I, Tim, when was the last time you hosted a party? It's been a long time. I mean, I host one every July 1st, but... Yes, but no one brings you July 1st cards. No, they don't. Happy Canada Day. Haven't seen you in a while. Let's reach out. But you could you could get that party like a big 72-inch sub with all those unused Subway gift cards. I never thought the party subs were all that good. I, you know what? I don't know if I've ever had a party sub from Subway. Really? You yeah. never had a party sub? No. I've had them a few times. They're not that great. I don't think I've had one either, actually. Did you order it to your My side? whole, no, my whole history like of party subs is just that episode where Homer has the party <laughs> sub. Yeah. I'd like to be alone with the sandwich for a while. Are you going to eat it? Are you yes. going to eat it? Yes. Well, everyone have a safe holiday season. And uh, since you are still watching this, I assume that has happened. So sub to the channel, smash the like. And if you need more content over the holiday season, because pods are few and far between, the Pat Mayo experience will continue to run in its normal time slots. However, if you need more of us, Cuss Corner only audio feeds or the Cuss Corner playlist on YouTube as well. You can go check it out, tell a few friends, and that will be your Christmas gift to us. Hit the like on the way out. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.